round 14 is here and another episode of Here If You Need. Clint Stanaway joining me again. Welcome, Clint. Hey, Bianca. Well, it was a big game of netball for Wasn't the Vixens on the weekend. It was huge. Do you think we can talk about it or? We're going to have to talk about it, aren't Ooh. we? If we got two of the best people to analyse and pick it apart. You're right. Our guest that we have on today, we have defender Joe Weston joining us again for another potty. You get two goes at this. I know. I'm just like the people, just giving the people what they want, really, isn't it? Is that <laughs> In it? High have demand, you had requests, that's exactly have you? It. <gasps> just to come back on? No, they say if I talk enough on the podcast, maybe I'll shut up at training for once. So. Okay. Well, fair enough. Now we're going to get to the game <laughs> in a second. Let's introduce our second guest that we have. Performance, can I say that? Performance analyst, yes. <laughs> Jamie Bainish. Jamie, you worked with me many years ago. So I think you've been at the club about five years now. How's your job going? Uh, it's going really well. Obviously, we're getting to the pointy end. You learn a lot over the first five years, um, but it's been awesome being at the Vixens. And um, yeah, you, not every day you get to uh, do a podcast with the uh, great Joe Weston as well. So. <laughs> Can you actually explain your role? Uh, so generally, my role, it's got two sides to it. So there's obviously uh, more a tactical and strategic point of view. So looking at reviewing our games and scouting opposition. Um, and then the other side of that is probably more looking at the, the physical performance data about the girls loading and actually what they're doing out on court and in training. So, Jamie, uh, you've worked with both of these ladies. Mm-hmm. Which one is the better listener? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough question here. Uh, I think... I think B is probably the better listener. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Only just. But yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and also Jamie had to fill in at trainings when I was getting too old and I could no longer be on the court anymore at trainings. So okay. I'd just play the game. So Jamie would put the mitts on and take me for yeah. boxing sessions on the side of the court. So yeah. you have many roles. Many roles. Yeah. Yep. Fill in some of the gaps that you might have to do at training. But yeah, I think there was a period where it might have been yourself, Jeeva. I think even Kate, a rare yep. stint. Off the court. Bit of boxing. Yeah. We loved it. Joe, let's talk about the game before we move on to anything else. Uh, it was an awesome first half. And then, unfortunately, the last half just didn't go your way. Yeah, I think um, we ended up drawing the second quarter, which still left us about five goals up or six goals up at half time, And then we lost the third quarter by two. And then we lost the last quarter by five. So um, a pretty disappointing, um, I guess, tail off to the game especially the beginning of the fourth quarter. But I guess it's better for us to be having games like that now instead of potentially in finals in a couple of weeks. And that's a really good point, isn't it, with finals approaching? Let's get rid of those mistakes now. But was yep. it? can you pinpoint not so much a turning point, but was there anything that didn't quite click on the day? Um, oh, that's kind of hard to, to pick. Um, I actually haven't gone back and watched it yet. Don't stare at me too much, um, Jamie. That's my task for this <laughs> afternoon. Um, but yeah, we were up by 10 goals in that second quarter at one stage and we probably were, um, maybe not doing as much work as we could have, um, to dictate in defense and as well off the ball and attack. And then at the start of the fourth quarter, we lost, I think two of our center passes in a row, one courtesy of me trying to go for a goal assist, probably not the right time, uh, <laughs> most would say. Uh, so that's probably something I'm going to look at for next game and going into finals is to have probably as few passing errors as possible. So not go for the big long bomb. You, you think, actually yep. pulled off. I got a, one. Yeah, pulled off a goal. Right. Oh. Good one. Really good. And one, I must yeah. admit, as a former goal defence, I absolutely loved being able to feed the shooters. Yeah. So I know Simone sits there and basically is ready to <laughs> yell at you because most of the time our balls often go over the baseline. Uh, however, when you nail it, how good does it feel? It does feel really great, especially when I'm looking at the shooter going shoot it, shoot it. So it actually is a goal assist, not just a feed. <laughs> 
read yes. on the stat sheet <laughs> yes. uh, for our man, Jamie. But yeah, given that Maui had just come on as well, um, we've been doing a lot of work with Tony and Jamie in terms of decision making. So that's something that I will take Who's Tony the game. first? Tony is our team psychology, okay. psychologist. Right. So you go through that kind of process where you're working out how to make the right decision. Mm -hmm. So does each player sit down individually with Jamie and Tony or how does it work? Um, no, uh, it's probably something I've been doing um, with Tony. It was in the lead up to World Cup as well, being able to concentrate and focus um, under fatigue and during the, the tail end um, of games. But yeah, we've been doing something. It's called the OODA loop, um, oh. which is... Uh, it comes from the US. I was listening at the session, Jamie. I can. Um, it comes from like the, the US um, military in terms of like fighter jet planes. So it's. Oodaloop. Um, Oodaloop. Oh, what's the first one? So it's. Uh, Orientate. Ob observe. Observe. Orientate. Orientate. Decision making. And then and action. action. Yeah. Sounds yeah, like action. something from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Delicious. Oodaloop. Oodaloop. Yeah. Uh, so, Jamie, obviously netball's as is. Most professional sport, a game of momentum at times. Yep. And as Joe mentioned, you're up by 10 goals. Could you feel a momentum swing? Um, I think you definitely could once you sort of saw that we did start to have a few turnovers in a row and you could start to, well, slowly feel, I guess, lightning just slowly take the game. But I, I guess it wasn't really until late in the game where, you know, that really did happen. I think to lightning's credit, they were very, you know, very disciplined in what they were trying to keep working on. Um, and just chipping away at that margin. Um, but yeah, I don't, they definitely didn't feel like there was a massive shift. It was just that really at that back end of the game where they just sort of got on top of us. Um, and as Jojo said, we sort of just shifted away what we were trying to work on um, and what we did so well in that first half. And so on game day, you sit on the secondary bench, so you're behind the players. What role do you play during the game? Are you watching stats live and feeding information through to Simone and the coaches about what is happening out there on the court? Yeah, so we'll obviously, um, through the game, record our own sort of statistics on the game and they can be sort of more things about efficiencies on how well are we converting our own centre pass, our gain ball when we win that, and similarly for opposition. So we've obviously got some benchmarkings that we know if we sort of tick the box with certain, certain zones that will win most games and that's the information that you can sort of see Simone and the coaches, you can see them sometimes glancing down on the floor. They've yep. got an iPad in front of them that that information is getting sent through them during the game. So they can then touch base with the girls at quarter time, half time breaks and feedback some of those things to give us an indication of how we're going. And what about the strategic timeouts that you can call? Are you involved in that as in when that they should take place or encourage them that they should take place? <laughs> no, no, no. That's more like more coach driven. They've probably obviously got, they've got certain things that they're looking at. And so when they do feel a shift that we need a moment to do that, they can also do that. And then obviously the other side, it's also driven a lot by the players that we want to empower the girls that they can sort of recognize moments themselves and they can go, you know what, take a time out. We need to regroup and, and refocus. So the beautiful part of this game is that you get another chance in a few days time and no better opportunity than against your crosstown rivals, Collingwood. I've got a word for you. For a word of the week or just a general I word? I think it could be yes. a word of the day, a podcast word of the day. Oh, yeah. Sedulous. sedulous. What sedulous means? No, I don't. Fill it's, us in. Stand by. It's to accomplish with careful perseverance. I, I like that. It's, yeah. It just seems to be a nice theme for the week. Sedulous. Weston's word of the week. Have you got one for this week? No, I don't. Sedulous. So maybe that's it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Let's do it live clean? on air. Like, <laughs> all the content. Also, to be diligent in application or pursuit. Do you feel as though this yeah. week has 
has the hallmarks of being a sedulous week. I agree, yes. <laughs> it's a great word. I like that. Yeah, it Thank is. You. I wish I'll it just... was a little bit more, um, I really like the definition. I just wish the it kind of, bit, yeah, it's not a, a, bit it's more not punchy, a, a pretty word yeah, to okay. say, like right. like silhouette or Ooh. like rendezvous. I, I like French words, have you noticed? I think, I think the deli- it's all in the delivery. So if you can just say sedulous. Sedulous. See, I think that's a lot better yeah, coming from you. very chirpy. Yeah, so, upbeat. Thanks, Clint. Uh, my pleasure. So <laughs> are you looking forward to the challenge? It could actually be a preview, potentially, of week mm. one of finals. Yeah, I think we will We will know where we sit or where Collingwood and Giants both sit on the ladder by the time it gets to our game. So that's probably... Um, a better situation to be in, but we want to be playing to fine tune our game. Obviously the last two matches have been disappointing performances, both for for slightly different reasons. Um, And for us, it's a real opportunity to, to take our game plan and execute it for, for four quarters. And I don't think there's any better opposition than our crosstown rivals, but also a team who has just recently put out the best performance they've probably played um, this year for in Suncorp, Super Nepal, especially their attacking end. Um, which, in adversity as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said, you know. I'm curious as to see um, how their positioning will go in the midcourt. Obviously, Ash uh, Brazil is such a great matchup against our uh, Lizzie Watson in wing attack. So I'm curious as to whether they will continue with her as centre, which has been phenomenal in terms of really elevating their attacking play or move her back to where she's played majority of the season. And... W- Jamie, going into this game against the Magpies, what do you concentrate on and what are you looking at to help the girls prepare? Yeah, well, I think you're, you're obviously looking at Collingwood across the whole season, but as Joe said, I think after the, the World Cup break, they've done a few sort of shifts in their position. I think Braz going into the middle has offered them something, you know, very, very different and she's playing at a, you know, just compliments how good of a player is. She can be a great wing defence, but she's playing really well at centre. So it's looking at probably their current form and how they've shifted and what they're trying to do. Um, but then also I think in the back of our minds as well, we know that we do have that, I guess, that home that home final the following week. So there is some silver lining that you also have that ability to look through some of those processes looking forward where, as Joe said, we know that Collingwood's going to throw absolutely everything at us because we know they're going to be probably trying to get six, seven, eight points this weekend and there's no better... No better way for us to really tune up for those finals against a really good opposition. Absolutely. How much do both of you look back on the last performance against the Magpies? Do you, you know, that was a few months ago now, so so much has changed. Do you spend spend much time watching that game as a player and in your role? I think definitely. You have to sort of learn from those past games, and in that game, they executed what they were doing defensively very, very well. So we know that they'll probably try and implement a few things like that similarly. Um, but as you said, I can't, I can't remember what round that was. Yeah, it was that was early. Really, it was very like, early. So my there'll be things that you'll take away from that. But um, yeah, I think then you're sort of more looking at the more recent two, three weeks um, and where we're both at from there. And then, Jamie, looking further ahead to the finals, do you have a few tricks up your sleeve, yourself, the coaching <laughs> staff? Please say yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, There's always tricks. There's always smoke and mirrors that you can bring out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's. I think in the role, you're always sort of looking that one or two weeks ahead as well. So you're trying to really gain a few insight or a few edges that you might be able to give the players and coaches information-wise. So It's really um, tight at the top as well. Do you feel as though you can win the premiership from anywhere, from third this yeah, season? definitely. I think as long as you get to finals, that's where you've just got to bring your form. Um, you know that, you know, I think it's always better sometimes to be the hunter opposed to the hunted. Absolutely. So, um, you know, you've always got, if you're on top, you've always got something to lose, whereas you've, you're the ones who might be the underdogs coming through. 
you've got everything to take there. So I know, and do you know, um, incredibly wise. I mean, speaking of finals and the the hunter doing the hunting, um, that pretty much will be. I mean. For those listening at home, Jamie is a massive Richmond fan. <laughs> like, I think he's Dusty's number one fanboy. Is that right? He is. I was, <laughs> I was disappointed in the lounge a few few weeks ago. It was last year. I didn't I didn't quite get a photo with Dusty, but I got a photo with the great Trent Cochin, which I was uh, very grateful we took the time to get <laughs> a photo He's just released him, so. a new collaboration with Bonds. Maybe we'll yeah, buy you the... Right. Yeah, you just yeah, be, you'll yeah. be there front, <laughs> front of the line. But Essendon will be the hunter when it comes to yeah. AFL finals because we're yeah. sitting pretty in seventh, you know? Yeah. Another thing you mentioned before, Jamie, was the load monitoring system. Yep. And, you know, as athletes, we understand what that is, but I'm sure many of the Vixens fans out there have no idea what we're talking yep. about. Yep. Can you explain it and you know, allow us to understand, you know, why it's so helpful the athletes are doing it? Yeah. So I guess each day um, as an athlete, they'll sort of log in first thing in the morning and they'll do wellness reporting. So it's an app on your phone um, where they can sort of report things like soreness, how they're feeling, mood, fatigue. Um, and all that information gets fed back to us in a central like system. a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Mood, fatigue, soreness. <laughs> never ending. Yeah. <laughs> True. It would be precious, I can imagine. Yeah. You also have the ability to comment. So some of the girls do like to like lines of comments to just tell us a little bit about how they've been going. Yep. Um, and then also the other side of that is in the training information as well. So I guess the beautiful thing about that is in terms of you won't necessarily always have contact times with the athletes. So it's their opportunity to be able to send us that information um, and making sure that we're looking at it. So I think B with an old system a few years ago tried to test us out. Yeah, I did. Um, when they first brought it in, I was like, what, have... we've got to do this every single day? Are you yeah. kidding? There wouldn't have been a, an app though. No, there was actually. There was, yeah. yeah. Oh, there was. was. Yeah. Thanks, Clint. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> it was only four years ago. It's just on like a Nokia 3130, yeah, exactly. you know? But I remember <laughs> thinking that if we're going to do this, we've got to do it properly. So I put in... Just in between snake. Guys, <laughs> I'm not that old. Jeez. Um, I think I put in that I'd had gastro the night before and just to see if anyone would call me the next morning. Because as soon as you enter it in, it gets sent mm. to the medical staff. And Steve Hawkins, to his credit, was on the phone first thing the next yeah. morning going, how are you feeling? And I was like, well, actually, I'm actually really good. But it that wasn't was just one a of those of nights test. you went out on the town, was it? No, it certainly <laughs> was Gastro not. Gastro in I just wanted to make sure that the system uh, was working. Weekend. And then I was encouraging the rest of yeah. the girls to do it. So, yeah, it's a, it's a system for us to be able to sort of track the athletes and how they're going. And um, it's obviously particularly important. Um, when the girls go away, particularly internationally as well. Um, cause obviously when we're sort of remote and we're not there, we sort of need to know how they're feeling, how they're tracking. So when they reintegrate with our programs, we know where they're sitting physically. Um, so it's a fantastic mechanism, but as always, it relies on athlete compliance. Mm, now that so, gets us to you, Joe. Yes. How, how good are you at entering all that data? I am very vigilant. Some would say I approach by AMS sedulously. <laughs> uh, I do. Yeah. I, I'm not the best and I'm not the worst. I'm an average Joe. Is there a punishment? Uh, uh, no, there is no real punishment. I, uh, I suppose it's more, you'll get a stern talking to from the leadership group. Public shaming. Well, that is the next step. Public okay, shaming. Yeah. On the podcast. I go through. Who's the uh, worst? I don't think, am I the worst? Cause I go through like. You go through ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows. Yeah. 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 Am I the worst? Who's the best? Oh, give well, us some goss, Jamie. The best, 
I reckon in in the entirety of its been was was the great Chloe Watson. Yeah, she sure. prided herself on gold star standard with her AMS what entry. A suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just don't think, maybe she didn't have that much else going on in her life. I don't know. Like, you know, um, some of the best. We're busy. I think you can always rely on Tegan. Tegan's very yeah, diligent. No, okay. All Great that. Teague. She good. writes very long notes. She really? does. Yeah. 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 Just this is how I slept, and this my is how knee I'm is feeling, and I'm a bit hungry this morning. On yeah. one side, <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't back it out because he probably appreciates the detail. <laughs> so you're not going to name and shame the worst? No, I don't think we'll do that. No. Me then. Cool. Yeah, you just me. Hey, B, should we get some? Uh, <laughs> it is. Oh my god. Should we get to some questions from the fans? Yes, go Let's do take it. us away. Jess wants to know, Joe, what's the most recent book recommendation? Oh wow. Oh, um, what did I read while I was away um, at the World Cup. I read Normal People by Sally Rooney, which is very good. I read The Dry by Jane Harper. That was phenomenal. That, good things. Yeah, she's like an ex-journalist uh, with the Herald Sun. And she did, like, it's like um, Moriarty. She did like one creative writing class. It's like, I could write a novel. And writes like a bestseller. Um, <laughs> it's a crime. It's annoying, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm not normally into like crime. I like kind of like historical fiction. But yeah, it's set in like country Victoria. And it's called The Dry because the town's mm-hmm. in drought. So those two are very good. Wow. Would recommend. <laughs> You're so intelligent, Joe. Book club. Book club. Book club. <laughs> Vixen's book club. I can only do audio books, just saying. I could do that too, I'm though. I'm not very good at actually sitting down and reading. Maybe we should write a book, Bianca. Okay. Yeah, do what we, we found yeah. out this year. A kid's book. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of illustrations. Can yeah. you draw? Well, no, you hire an illustrator. Someone yeah. can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question from Neve. Thanks for sending it through. Jamie, how do you become a performance analyst? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, well, I guess now there's probably more um, undergraduate degrees within sports science that do have a specialisation with performance analysis. I think when I was sort of going through university, that really wasn't apparent. So you sort of grew and dived into that when you had a little bit more of an interest. But um, yeah, there's undergraduate sports science degrees. And if you've got a real good passion for unearthing tactics and strategy and digging for those sort of things, then PA is a really good uh, area to work in. So we, The girls are always coming here, oh, we've just had PA, and yeah. I don't think they've ever really explained what PA actually yeah. is, but that's what it is. Yeah, Jamie's come across from, from hockey, so and he's from Adelaide. We don't hold that against him, but um, I think that they're both team sports, and there's probably – are there some similarities between – I guess the strategy involved in hockey and netball to a degree. Yeah, or, I think definitely. Definitely yeah. like when you look at transitions and how you organise yourself defensively in attack. Um, and there's, you know, really nice parallels you can draw from other sports as well, which is the really nice thing about team sports. So, What's your favourite stat during a game that you just love when you see it? Favourite stat. Get your nerd on. Yeah, Get your nerd on. Favourite stat. <laughs> stat. Oh, hey. Uh... <laughs> there's so many to choose There's, there's just too many. I've um, stumped you. It is. Or do you have your own stat? I know what it is. Joe Weston's goal assist. Goal assist. (laughs) That's my favourite stat. I've got a question here from Megan saying, Jamie, on a scale of 1 to 10, how impressed are you when Joe adds a goal assist to the stats? I think you're very impressed. Yeah, it's always nice. The girls get their own. When she actually nails it. When she nails it. Well, as as Jojo said, you can see once she gets the feed in, she's sort of sweating on uh, whoever's the shooter to to make sure to get it. You get more Nissan net points for that. I would hope so. I mean, I as a defender, would, yeah. especially, I don't get that many intercepts. So I'm always like very low Nissan net points yeah. because well, all I do is, all I do is penalize. Yeah, and I think and that, <laughs> that sends you negative straight yeah, away. Yeah, straight away. <laughs> they're, they're skewed towards the 
glory hunters in the game. That's it. Maybe I need to be. Yeah. yeah, I'm just, you know, I just, I'm, I just fly under the radar. <laughs> you know, I just work so hard. No glory. What stat does Simone <laughs> focus on the most? Uh, I would probably say at the moment it's probably our, our gain ball conversion. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's that's a massive one. Um, and that's similar for the girls so as well. So that's when, say, Joe takes one of her rare intercepts and yep. then we actually get a goal Work the ball it. down court and score. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the big one at the moment. That I, we... Okay, so what's what's your typical coach killer then? Oh, coach start. killer would be probably the repeat turnover. So you win the ball and then you yeah. turn over straight away. That's, what about a break? Oh, break, yeah, that doesn't go down too well. <laughs> Do you break very often? Or the Joe? old uh, over yeah. the third. That was. Um, oh, I Renee saw one did of those one on the weekend. weekend. And I was, was that actually a legit one? I saw her pleading to it's, the umpires, going, I was in the centre third. It's pretty close. You look at the video, and I reckon it's, oh. it's very small. But <laughs> yeah. I reckon break. I reckon a break is probably the, the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about the bonus point system? Are you a fan of that in your role and how it's changed the game strategically? Um, I definitely adds a different element to it. I think it's, you know, everyone sort of talks about it, it makes four mini games in the game itself. So um, there definitely is a more strategic element because you really just can't take the foot off that you've got to be pushing for every single point. So um, I'm not sure if it's uh, an easier thing, but it definitely makes the game a lot more stressful because you just know that you just can't afford to just lose those points. But, you know, if you're getting the job done consistently, it can be a massive thing to sort of help you through. And I, and I think we're second, uh, maybe third best at the moment in the league with bonus points. So, you know, I think we have been quite good yeah. at just getting those extra ones. Yeah, I wasn't um, a fan. I am now. Yeah, I, I am now too. I think it's good, Joe. I am still not one over. Okay. I really? think, yeah, I guess especially in terms of if you're up by a significant margin and potentially getting younger players out on court, mm. I think that's where okay. it does fall yeah. down in terms of developing new talent. That's my yes. um, real grudge against it. I think. The thing I like it from just being a fan now watching the game is you can see the look on all of your faces with five minutes to go in a quarter, how desperate you are to get the mm. bonus point. Yeah. yeah. So it means that you get to experience that, you know, four times a game. Mm. When we talk about stats, Joe, and you, you know, you were talking about penalties before, mm. do you go into a game and have a target that you want to keep yourselves under or a target oh. that you want to keep yourself to during a game? No, not, um, not particularly. I, I mean, for us. Like yeah. how do you assess your performance on your stats? Ooh, um, I mean, I don't get a lot of specky intercepts as much as I would like to. So my stats, I would look probably at how my goal attack in perform so like what their shooting percentage is how many goal assists maybe they get or what their role within the opposition's attacking unit is and then also like I do try and keep my penalties as low as possible especially like the ones outside of the circle which kind of you know um leave us a woman down in the defensive circle I don't know I try and keep I think I'm normally under about 10 for contacts and obstructions which I would say that's a good day at the office still getting a few Nissanet points not too many negatives (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I've been in negatives this year yet I'll have to go back in go back and check but yeah nobody wants to be the negatives Nissanet points needs to go into like a fantasy game you know how other sports have the fantasy game I think that would be very cool oh really have you got insider information Mm, potentially (laughs) <laughs> don't want to say too much, guys. Don't want to give it away. <laughs> How about those umpires, though? Hey? <laughs> Bet you weren't expecting that today. Just oh, going no, on a complete it. tangent. Do we have any other curly ones for Joe or Jamie? Oh, um, What's uh, I, have we got an update on the 
common questions we ask on this podcast. Has anyone become funnier since we oh, last spoke to harder, you? Yeah. Tried or harder. Or become more annoying as opposed to less annoying? I'm Let's always do- pretty annoying. Yeah, um, yeah. Jamie, who do you think is the funniest in the team? No pressure. No pressure. Mm, I thought Emily was pretty good the other week with John. I thought she yeah. uh, she, uh, <laughs> she tried to throw yeah. him under the bus very early in that, yeah. which I was. Uh, I think he and got him on the back foot. Who's the most annoying from your point of view, Jamie? Like who doesn't really <laughs> want to watch videos? How much do you make the girls watch clips of the games? Uh, and who doesn't come prepared each week? Well, could be someone sitting in here might not oh, look at a heap. Really? You're quick to throw no. the umpires under <laughs> the bus, Joe. You've got to do the work yourself, mate. No, no, no. With our video... A lot of it is purely up to the girls. So we'll obviously facilitate um, showing the video for them, but it's not like we're going to say, girls, you need to watch two hours of footage every week. Um, There'll be certain things in our PA sessions that we'll give the girls to watch in session, um, but we sort of make the assumption that most of the girls are watching Telstra TV on the Nine app. Yeah. Good plug. And going from there. So (laughs) Yeah, just going to say it's hard to watch too much netball when you're watching Survivor. It is, yes. And um, we also get, as much as I love watching the broadcast, because I try and listen for my favourite commentators hyping me up, but I do (laughs) often watch the long court footage that we get from Uh, when we film the games because it gives a better angle to view. Because sometimes when it's crossing and crossing and then it's zooming in on someone's face and it's missing the next play or the next centre pass, it doesn't really give you the full picture. So I like Mm. to watch, when I do watch all the footage, which I watch very frequently, Jamie, just so you know... um, I like to watch the long court footage. Yeah. yeah. So for the fans <laughs> listening, the Vixens will always film from the back of the court. Yeah. So it's basically yeah. a goalkeeper's perspective as to yeah. what's going on, which is much better for players to watch than what you see on TV because you get to see the movement patterns yeah. and how it all plays out. Most And all teams film from that angle. Yeah, you know? all teams film. And then we also have a league exchange where you'll share that footage as well amongst us. So instead of relying on broadcast oh. footage, which Joe it's said is great. Caring, sharing approach. It is, it? yeah. Does anyone so. deny <laughs> access to footage when you're playing a team? You might have beaten no. them or something. They're like, no. Everyone is, is in a agreement um but it's a tricky one because i think when they did put it in early there were a couple of themes that didn't but obviously naturally if you're the opposition playing them you're Mm. still going to upload the footage so it actually worked out that you would be disadvantaged anyway if you weren't in Mm. Yeah, like. you yes. all got to no, agree. We're Politics all very happy. We're all, sharing. Yeah. we're all in this together. Oh. <laughs> well, it's going to be a huge game on Sunday, one o'clock Whoa. at Melbourne Arena. Vixens taking on the Magpies, and it's actually Magpies' home game. It is. It is yeah. And another game that I'm sure you're all keeping your eye on is Giants taking on Fever, which is at Kudos Bank Arena on 3 mm-hmm. p.m. Saturday. So you'll kind of know what happens with them before you go mm-hmm. into your game. Yeah. Will you watch that on Saturday? Um, maybe. I probably will, yeah. I like to watch the netball on Saturday, sit on the couch, you know, grab some popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> our game is the, the Vixens game is the Channel 9 game as well. Yeah. Uh, just an update on our finals ticketing. Me- uh, tickets for members available Monday 26th of August at 10 a.m. Non-members at a later date, but um, keep an eye on our social channels for more information. Yeah, it's going to be a massive semi-final at the State Netball Centre. I know. I believe. So tickets are going to be very hard Do you know to my find. My favourite aspect of the State Netball Hockey Centre is what the Dim Sims in the canteen. Oh, really? They, I mean, are you tremendous. are Mr. Netball, so you've been there many times to watch your sister play. Yeah. They are tremendous. Okay, um, so I great think, Dim well, Sim. I think it's going to be great. We're just going to because you know they're in the process of. <laughs> Such a bad joke. Renovating the netball centre. We're just going to save the government some money because our crowd's going to be so loud. It's just going to like blow the roof off it. <laughs> oh, and on that note, I think we should end the podcast for this week. Jamie, Joe, thanks for joining us on here if you need. So bad. <laughs> no, thanks for having us. Thanks, B. Thanks, Clint.